Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Season 7 of The Path Podcast. This is Episode 121. I'm Derek. Hey, I'm Jason. And we're so excited you're joining us today. We're jumping right back into our Revelation series in Chapter 17 and uh, had the opportunity to be in Argentina. And so Jason preached those first ver- six verses. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason, share a little, little insight into what we uh, studied in those uh, verses. Yeah, absolutely. So we're this is we're kind of jumping into what really is like the final section of the Book of Revelation, um, and um, we were we with the help of some really um, helpful commentaries and some books that we've been using to help us along the way. Um, really, this this last section of the book is we're, we're titling it like the Tale of Two Cities. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, you have these two cities that are presented here. Um, in chapter 17, 18, and then 19 through 22. And um, the city that we get introduced to here in uh, the first six verses of chapter 17 of Revelation is the city of Babylon. And Babylon is representative of um, the peak of corruption and just evil and debauchery and doing whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And um, and we've seen up until this point in in uh, the book of Revelation that 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 is a pervasive thing on the earth. That mm-hmm. there is this um, group of people and these leaders who. They are only concerned with themselves. What what do I want? What makes me feel the best? What makes me happy? Um, regardless of the cost, regardless of the carnage that it causes uh, along the way, um, and these uh, this this whole group of people and the enemy himself, uh, Satan, is all represented in this kingdom of Babylon, mm-hmm, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, what we see, what, what the this was a, um, I made a joke about it when when I preached was that it's a, it's a difficult passage because you read through these first six verses of seventeen and not th- there's a couple things that could be a little confusing but for the most part it's really an introduction to the rest of the book and so I found myself wondering what is it that we're supposed to see in this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in this and and I think the first thing to be reminded of and I think it's a good thing to be reminded of is we're jumping back into the book of Revelation after taking a little bit of a break is that the, the judgment of God is real. Mm-hmm. That it's This is not um, just some story that we read about. It's not God just blowing smoke in, in this moment, but the judgment of God is real and it will be uh, poured out on uh, the enemies of God uh, at some point at the end of time. And um, not only is it real, but that we could unintentionally and very easily find ourselves being the objects of that judgment if we are not following after God. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the way that we would find ourselves not following after God would be that we fall for the deception of the world. And Mm -hmm. we also talked about in here um, the these two cities are also represented by two women. So you have Babylon that is represented by the great prostitute that were introduced here. And later on, we'll see the city of Jerusalem, which is represented by the bride in the later chapters. And um, we talked about how this prostitute is very alluring and deceptive and um, can seem at first to be something uh, to be desired. But 
uh, there's some real issues under the surface mm-hmm. and that she is at one point it says there in verse five that she is drunk with the blood of the saints with the blood of martyrs so while on the surface she may appear may appear alluring uh, just underneath the surface is deception and destruction and um, and we talked about how it's the same thing for us with sin that sin is always packaged in um, something that looks enticing uh, and just below the surface, you see the destruction that sin causes. And so for us, we have to be on guard and uh, following after God uh, at all times. And so all of that is um, there in, in verses 1 through 6. But what's what's really interesting is that in verse 1 of 17, an angel speaks to John. And he says, hey, let, let me show you the judgment that's going to be poured out on the great prostitute. And when you get to verse 6, he says... I saw her, and um, a lot of uh, the way that that Greek could be translated there is that I saw her, and I was very confused uh, because the picture that John sees is of a beast and the prostitute that is triumphant over God's people, and so you could see where he would be confused and say, "Well, hold on, I was told that I was going to see some judgment, and mm-hmm. I'm not seeing that yet," um, and that's where it begins to to pour over into. Uh, verses 7 through 14 that you um, walked us through yesterday uh, to begin to see that judgment that's going to be poured out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and so um, the angel um, asked John, he's like, why are you astonished? Yeah. You know, like, why are you um, confused by this? And then he says, this is the beast. And so he, uh, the angel begins to interpret what John is seeing. Yeah. And, he 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 speaks first about this beast and and the beast is you know the beast from the sea the beast from the abyss it's uh satan's uh mimic christ uh antichrist mm-hmm. um you know it's uh, satan's uh, attempt at trying to create his own unholy trinity and, yeah and uh you know this is uh, his um, best <laughs> representation of what that unholy um you know god the son would be like mm-hmm. and, you know and that little g god i'm not saying in any way satan is a god or yeah. anything like that but he says you know he and and then the angel kind of it's in a almost a mocking way says he was he is not and he is to come mm-hmm and then he says, and he will lead to destruction. Yeah. Will, destruction will come. So, you know, though there are moments where it seems the enemy is prevailing, Babylon is prevailing, the world is prevailing, uh, the the thing that, that – and then and the angel says, this is wisdom, right? This is – you have to have wisdom in this. Yeah. And so – that was the the direction I took was to say, okay, what does wisdom tell us? Yeah. Well, wisdom tells us that um, Babylon will be destroyed. Yeah. Um, this world system built on this shaky foundation of of this unholy trinity it leads to utter destruction. It will be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and we shouldn't be surprised at that because um, the fact that you know uh, we understand this as Babylon is it's not like a new Babylon is is coming necessarily. It's Babylon becomes this word picture mm-hmm. 
for every evil kingdom that Satan has tried to set up that yeah. has that has um, reared its head, peaked, and then and then fallen. Yeah, reared its head, peaked, and then fallen. Um, it's it is the original um, you know um, uh, kingdom of Babylon. It's it's. Yeah, it's what happened at the Tower of Babel. You know, mm. kind of the first iteration of yeah. of Babylon, if you will. It's the the true Babylon. You know, from uh, that we see in uh, Habakkuk show it uh, shows its its demise. Mm. Uh, the book of Habakkuk, the prophet Habakkuk. So you know, yeah, and then it's every other kingdom that has ever been opposed to Christ, mm-hmm. uh, been opposed to God's ways, been opposed to the Holy Trinity, if you will. Yeah. It's it's the same old song and dance. And and the angels like, you know, um, what you heard will come true. It yeah. will be destroyed. Right. Well and I, I appreciate too that the angel takes the approach of like, what do you why don't be confused, man. Yeah. This is what this is what I've been showing you mm-hmm, all along. Mm-hmm. I've been. This is just because one of the things we talked about too is that this is another one of those instances where you're you're getting to see something that's already been described from a different yeah. angle, and and it's almost like the. Um, I I know that this is not what the angel said, but it's almost in my mind where I hear the angel going, "All right, John, I'm going to start over again. Let me know mm-hmm, where you get lost." Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and so he's like, "We we've been talking about this. You, you know, yeah. you shouldn't be confused that." Um, that the enemy is a defeated enemy, and he will mm-hmm. be put down, um, just probably not in the way that you think he's going to be put down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, we I mentioned that as well. That this is what we've said all along. It's this clashing of two kingdoms, right? Mm-hmm. It's this clashing of two ways: the yeah. way of God, the way of the Lamb, and the way of this beast. You know, and even the word picture of using. Beast and lamb is this conundrum type of situation yeah. to say, oh, yeah, I mean, it, you're meant to see how serious the beast and his um, his um, destructive ways are. Yeah. And you're meant to see how, you know, it is the soft and tender slain lamb of God that is ultimately the one who conquers yeah. this beast. It's this... You know, it's like every, it's like every um, um, story we've ever dreamed up. It's you know, and in fact, and as I was I was studying, that's what one commentary said was like this, like this beautiful, amazing, like epic story mm-hmm. in just three three chapters. And so, and it really is. And and you finally, in a lot of ways, you finally see what was what was pointed at or alluded to in earlier chapters in Revelation coming to full fruition. Yeah. Um, and even even that, I think, is, is, is intentional because if we were to see the full destruction like right off the bat, it's, it'd be scary, you know? Sure. Yeah. And Revelation is meant to inject courage into the hearts of the followers of God, the ones that the woman's at war with, that the beast is at war with, and that this passage talks about that. Yeah. So, well, and I think too another another thing that that does inject courage is that, you know, what John sees with his eyes doesn't make sense to him, mm-hmm. and I I appreciate that this is this is not the first time we've seen this in the book, but that every time that John has this 
just incredible picture that could be terrifying. Um, an, an angel comes to John or Jesus himself speaks to John and says, listen, I know what's right in front of your eyes is scary. Mm-hmm. And I know it doesn't make sense to you, but trust me. Mm-hmm. Trust me that Jesus will win in the end. Mm-hmm. This enemy will be defeated. Um, and and I think that if you take it to the, the context that this was originally written in in the first century, you could absolutely hear this being read to believers and them saying, that's not what I'm experiencing. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm seeing right in front of my eyes. Um, and and an angel or a, a pastor reading this letter to his um, to his congregation and saying, I know that what's right in front of your face doesn't seem to make sense in light of this, but trust me that God will be victorious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a I think it's a good word for believers through all of time yeah. that I know that what you're seeing seems to be opposite of what I'm saying, but trust me that um, that God will win in mm-hmm. the end. I saw a moment like this um, when we, when I was in Argentina, and I shared about it in my message yesterday, um, a young lady named Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And um, we met several phenomenal um, university students. They love the Lord, man. <clears throat> <They're, laughs> it's like... It's like um, this juxtaposed thing of you know this timid you know almost David before Goliath mm. or you know this small thing in front of this seemingly unsurmountable giant and um, you know and there I'm sure we didn't meet all the Christians there are sure. to meet but we we met some who are trying to connect with other Christians and are having difficulty in doing it yeah in doing so, that other Christian university students are connecting with other churches and, and those kind of things. Praise God, but but you know, connecting among other students and and as Cynthia is sharing, you know what what she's up against and how few Christians there are and how hard it is to exude or demonstrate your faith um, in the, in this environment where. Um, you know, similar to the United States, same same kind of uh, cultural issues yeah. that Christians are bumping up against. Uh, our university students are bumping up the same kind of stuff. But what 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 is a little bit different is that you know, in a lot of ways, evangelicalism, Christianity, somewhat still pervades our society here, though it's becoming less and less. And yeah. so there there's a lot, maybe a lot more. You know, um, of that evangelical witness where it it has waned in years past in Argentina, mm-hmm. and so it it really does seem like this this very vast thing that such a few Christians are bumping up against yeah. and are doing so with courage, but it's it's hard, it's difficult, sure. and you could feel that in the moment. You could feel that tension in Cynthia's heart and. And, and and even what she said, even though I couldn't, you know, it was in Spanish, I couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. But I, through an interpreter was hearing what she said. But you, I didn't need an interpreter mm-hmm. in that moment because I could tell what she was describing. Yeah. And um, one of our uh, team that went as a pastor in at Johnson's Ferry, the, the, uh, the um, Hispanic church uh, yeah. that's a part of mm-hmm. Johnson's Ferry, and his name is Danielle, and um, 
in this moment, he seemed like a very much like a Paul figure for me, kind of mm. this giant of the faith. And he's Argentine. He's from there originally. Mm. He's been in the states for a while, but he uh, and is a pastor there. But he uh, has a heart for this country, if yeah. you can imagine. And he begins to just speak courage mm-hmm. and um, the same kind of things. Like, I know that it seems unsurmountable. I know that what you face is big, but your God is bigger, and you're doing an amazing job, and you keep it up, and yeah. you don't get discouraged. And as he's saying these things, she, tears just well in her eyes and, and flow down her cheeks. And uh, she says... Uh, <laughs> The translation was, sorry, I sometimes get sentimental, you know, and mm-hmm. that was the translation. So I don't know what she said in Spanish, but translation was, was uh, that she's sentimental. But mm-hmm. it's like, man, who couldn't be in that moment? Yeah. That was a very powerful moment. Yeah. And I think in a similar way, that's what's happening here. It's like yeah. these Christians, seemingly small, seemingly, um, you know, up against this giant beast and yeah. and all these things uh, this world system and and all these things yet this seemingly small um faction of believers in these seven churches has the power through Christ to conquer this mm-hmm. beast conquer this system to to conquer Babylon and that was the third point. The point in the middle is that wisdom tells me that humanity fawns over falsity, falsity, and that's, yeah. man, you know that that it was evident as well in Argentina that people just like you know. So these new initiatives that were, um, you know, pushed by their, you know, these political endeavors, very similar to what we're facing here, mm-hmm. but um, <clears throat> but more recently they just passed abortion laws while these. University students were in university. Mm. They just passed uh, similar gender laws that have been kind of floating around in the United States uh, already. They just passed them while these university students are in university. So these become these become these things that rise to the top of society to say either you're for it or against it. And if you're against it, we're going to ostracize you. So much so that in Argentina, they would wear bandanas Mm. on whatever side they're on. A green bandana if you were were for the abortion laws. Wow. um, A blue if you were for life and and, uh, for... That and even if you the the university student said even if you didn't wear a bandana it automatically showed that you weren't in support of yeah. these things and so you know so what a visible way to say I disagree yeah you know and it's such a small minority amongst this loud mm. crowd and um, and so yeah I mean it uh, but that's so you, what you see is that just humanity they 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 buy this lie hook line and sinker yeah. right that all you know that uh life doesn't begin at conception that you know you can decide whatever you want to be you know uh you know it's not yeah. whatever's assigned to you at, at birth it, you know you you can <laughs> fall into these crazy 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 falsities that that seem so uh ludicrous to many of us but to them it's like oh yeah well that's exactly what it has to be yeah and and it's just like this seductress, this 
system has just swallowed up mm-hmm. so many. And that's what the passage says is yeah. that, hey, there's going to be people that whose names aren't written in the book of life, which is a way of the angels saying, who don't belong to Jesus, don't belong to the Lamb, these people <clears throat> that will fawn and feign over all these things and um, and, and, and will be astonished by what this uh, beast brings to the table yeah. and, and follow him. And, and so we have to be cautious of that. We have to be careful of that and understand that. Uh, as we were talking to Simone, I had this picture in my head of a great movie. Uh, well, it's a, it was originally a book, but uh, I had the picture of the movie in my head, and that's The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, mm. the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, um, the four Pevensey kids uh, find their way into this magical land, Narnia, yeah. um, through a wardrobe. And um, the three acknowledge and understand, oh, wait, you know, well, they get to begin to understand this idea. Oh, we're sons of Adam. We're, we're eventually, we, we have a special place here. And so they're following Aslan's ways. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, so, and, you know, C.S. Lewis is the great allegorical sure. writer. So it, it's very indicative of the same mentality, the same idea of, following the right way, following the right path in the midst of a cold and dark world mm-hmm. because it's all frozen over <clears throat> by the, the uh, ice queen, right? And mm-hmm. But one, Edmund, finds his way to her. She taunts him, and everything mm-hmm. seems wonderful, right? Yeah. Oh, have this Turkish delight. Yeah. How, you know, come sit with me, warm yourself, you know, here in this place. And, you know, and if you come to my palace and you bring your brothers and sisters, yeah. or brother and sisters, then I will give you all the Turkish delight you want, all these yeah. things, right? And that's what <clears throat> this world system promises us is all these things, but it's lies. Right. Because as soon as Edmund gets there, he gets thrown into a prison. prison. He He's, um, you know, um, around all these noble people who have been turned turn to stone by this yeah. witch that, you know, and, and what she is out for is destruction. Well, she represents you know this Babylon, this mm-hmm. harlot, this you mm-hmm. know one, you know this this world system, and and um, and so it's very easy for for folks to be enticed by that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it's destruction that awaits them. Right. But they don't see it and they don't know and realize it. You know. And mm-hmm. so um, I don't know why I had that pop in my head, but yeah, I thought no, that's a great really picture, yeah. a great way of, of describing how this thing works. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, that's a great picture of of how um, the two the two cities mm-hmm. battle against each other. Yeah. yeah, and then the final thing wisdom tells us is that Christ uh, through Christ Christians will conquer, and then mm-hmm. the angel says, um, you know, in verse um, fourteen, these will make war against the Lamb. Right, so mm-hmm. they're, they're making war against us. It's not like you know they want to just play you know um i said tiddlywinks yesterday or like you know patty <laughs> yeah. cake or yeah. whatever yeah, it's not just they, imaginary they're yeah. making war with us right. and with the lamb uh, and us by default but then it says but the lamb will conquer them because mm-hmm. he's lord of lord and king of kings and those who are with him are called chosen and faith, called chosen and faithful yeah and uh, so you know that we want to be and counted among that, um, um, you know, uh, multitude of folks that are standing with the Lamb, because that is who will ultimately yeah. find relief and and will be and will be and will conquer, and that right. should inject 
encouraging to us. Absolutely. Is that, you know, it it may seem like things are spiraling out of control right now or or, are hard or difficult or whatever. But at the end of the day, we are standing with the one who will conquer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's that's why faith is so important because... Our eyes can lie to us. Mm-hmm. Like we might mm-hmm. see something that seems um, to be the truth when we have to trust that what God says is the truth. Mm-hmm. And that takes faith sometimes. Yeah. Um, and even in the face of what looks like the exact opposite mm-hmm. of what God tells mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. Uh, we still have to trust in Him because we yeah. know that it's the truth. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. How. Is this speaking to you? What have you learned about um, needing to chase after wisdom and trust in God and um, and seek after Him with all your heart? We'd love to have a conversation with you. At the beginning of a new season here on the Path Podcast, we'd like to re-up that and just say, hey, we would love to have a conversation about this, not just between Derek and I, but between Derek and I and you, mm-hmm. uh, the listener. We'd love to know how we can encourage you, how we can pray for you. Um, Maybe if you have a question that you need answered, we'd love to answer that for you here on the podcast. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life, or you can comment on this YouTube video uh, or on Facebook, wherever you may find this. Uh, But we would love to to talk with you in the days ahead. Um, We're looking forward to um, another season of fun episodes, getting a look at God's Word, um, and eventually finishing the book of Revelation. It will happen uh, in the next couple of months. So looking forward to that. But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope that you'll join us as we continue down the path.